Welcome to our Pini. This is Saratova Beth, Parshas Re'eh, um, Rosh Chodesh Elo. Um, sorry, Rosh Chodesh Elo, just muting everybody here. Um, the thing about, about Elo, it's known, Ani Ladaidi Vadaidi Li, those are the Rosh Tevas of Elo, which really implies that you reach up to Hashem first, and he will reach down to you. So the primary, the, the first move is we're down here and we reach up. Just picture that as a visual. We're down here and we reach up. Now, that's interesting because we're in Parshas Re'e and it coincides. And watch this. Re'e is Hashem reaches down. Look at that visual. So they seem to be opposite energies. How we see that with Re'eh is Re'eh means you see. And when you see something, then it's very different from hearing it. It's really kind of from above. How do you know it's from above? When you see something, you take in the whole picture all in one shot. You don't, not, you don't have to see the details. You just see that you, you take a snapshot of the picture that you see sort of in it hits your retina or something like that. So it's really kind of from a higher perspective. When you're hearing something, it's piece by piece by piece. You say, oh, I see the trees outside. It's just the whole picture. When I'm going to tell you about the trees is, well, you know, actually one tree, they're six feet apart, and one tree has green leaves, but then there's this kind of goldish red tree, etc. Detail by detail by detail, coming from below. But re'e, re'ia means it's kind of this higher power, and maybe that's why seeing is believing, because it's, it's kind of a power that is not from your regular down here in the world realm. It's a pretty unbelievable power to just take in something, re'e. So that it's so powerful that you see something and it's hard to obliterate that image. If I tell you, uh, you know, Sarla wears polka dot shoes, you'll say, well, maybe. You're just not necessarily going to believe me. But if you saw it, then you believe me. So that's, so we're talking about Re'e is, from above, see. And Hashem is telling us, see. There's something about, and we'll talk about it in a minute. He wants us to see something in this week as we're entering Elul. And Anaisi, when he's saying see, Anaisi, he's talking about himself, but himself really in a more exalted, you know, Anaisi Hashem Elokecha. Really not when he's down here, you know, with the folks, all folksy, but he's up there more, reaching down. Anaisi is like a knee with a cuff. The chaf is keser, crown. So when he's more exalted, he's, reach, he's reaching down to us. And nicing, he's giving to us. Well, whenever somebody's giving, they're kind of giving from up there to down here. It's, you know, it's, it's a gift. And hayayim, day, means something's visible. You're looking for your ring on the grass during the day. You're more likely to find it than at night. So... Um, so if that's the case, I'm, I'm trying to put the, the uh, mute button on hold here. So Hayam means there's visibility. Now, there's a revelation of light. 
what kind of light? Hashem is revealed. Well, that means it's coming from up there. Right? We're saying, he's giving us a gift from up there. Hayam, today, that's, he's revealing himself, that's from up there. Re'e, he's giving us that power of vision, that, and it's up there, him as he is, so to speak, up there. And Re'e is, he's giving us that vision. And let's leave that word for a second. He's giving to us that, what's he giving to us? Something. Why doesn't he just say lachem? We'll discuss it in a minute. And what's he giving us? Bracha. A bracha comes from above. A tefillah comes from below. You reach up. A bracha comes from above. So all of these are talking about Hashem reaches down to us. Funny. The month of Elo, Anila Daidi Vadaidili. We're supposed to reach up to him. You know, what's that all, all about? And then one other point, when it says, I am giving to you a bracha. He doesn't say, to you a bracha, to your very penimius. Now that's a major point. He's, we should see that he is putting a blessing into our penimius. It's our very essence. Now, normally, if you want to internalize something, let's, let's just talk about, talk about eating, eating a chocolate Danish. Yes, we do that. Eating a, a, cho- a chocolate donut. Eating a chocolate donut. First you see it, you pass by the bakery, and you see it, and you're like, oh, wow, that looks so good. And then you go inside, and then you talk to them about it, and then they tell you the price, and then, and then you pay for it, and then they put it in a bag, and it's finally yours. That's a lot of steps. And then if, you know, if you're a little bit less of a baltaiva, you wait till you get home to eat it instead of just eating it on the street or just eating it right then and there. And now you eat, you ate it and you internalized it. And now it becomes part of your flesh and blood. Good. That was a lot of steps for it to become internalized because that's coming kind of from below. But so it's kind of funny that something doesn't become internalized first. And then it becomes more external. We just proved it with the chocolate Danish. It's more external to you and becomes more and more and more internalized. When Hashem here is saying, He's giving us a bracha. He's saying, first, it becomes, first I'm going to give it to you to your very inner core. First it's internalized and then it goes, becomes more external in you. That's odd. That's not the way we do it when we internalize a chocolate donut, as I just said. But Hashem does it backwards. And that's the very reason why it says, It's a, only he can make something internalized before it's external. It's almost like, you know, you, you swallowed and ate and digested the chocolate donut before, before you saw it and before you bought it and before you had it in the bag, before you had it in your hand. How do you do that? That, only, that comes from above. Hashem has that special ability. Um, so that's how you know that's coming from above. So that's what's happening as we enter the month of Elul. And so what are we supposed to be doing in the month of Elul? Um, in this Ani Ladaidi reaching up. So we're supposed to be doing a Cheshvan Tzedek, a reckoning, and a Tikkun for the year that was, you know, and the year that's coming. Um, we're right in, you know, at the end of the summer, we're looking backwards and we're looking forwards. And both of these avidas 
in the first, the two days of Rosh Chodesh Elul. They're very, in a sense, you could say they're really, really different avidas because, um, especially this year, when we said this year is Shabbos, Shabbos and Yontif, and we, oh, sorry, Shabbos and Sunday, we said in last week's Sicha, so your question is, what becomes your basic reality? Shabbos, a very godly reality in which there are no limitations. Or a more everyday avida in which, come on, you're part of the physical world. Which, by the way, I'm just saying, on the one hand, you are a physical person in this physical world. That's the lesser of your, of your realities. It's probably a weaker reality, although it makes a lot of noise. Your physical limitations in this physical world. It's, I don't know, but it's possibly a, actually a weaker reality of, of, of who you are. Probably your stronger reality is your one with the, your, your soul. Your neshama is one with the essence of Hashem. That's probably the stronger reality. It just makes less noise. So that means your Shabbos existence is real, is more real in a way, is more who you are than your Sunday existence. When Rosh Chaydish Elo comes out on Shabbos and Sunday, which one are you going to see as the, the more basic truth? And it's a, it's that challenge sets up your whole year. Obviously. You want to see yourself as the Shabbos reality. Not only you're essentially holy, you essentially have no limitations. The limitations that you feel physically, they're less, um, they're less real than they appear. That's the implication. And one other thing, um, the first day of Rosh Chodesh Elul, the second day of Rosh Chodesh Elul is when we start to blow Shifer, we start to say the um, David Hashem Ayri, we start to do a lot of the Elul things. But the first day of, of Rosh Chodesh Elul is the 30th day of Menachem Av. Hmm. 30th day of Menachem Av. First of all, that kind of implies a whole of idea of like the month of Av, destruction of Beis Amigdash, the suffering, the struggle. That of idea, the struggle, wow, it's so hard. That's the first day of Rosh Chodesh Elul. It's Menachem Av, 30th day. The culmination of that tough month of Av, which is a month that denotes the whole difficulty and the whole struggle of Gullus. And Rosh Chodesh, Aleph Elul is, you know, a much more upbeat feeling of just fresh. You know, it's going to be a great year. And also, um, you could say that the 30th day of Menachem Av emphasizes more your, that you're doing a reckoning on the Avaita of from above to below. <coughs> Sorry, how do you know that? The months from the months of Nisan all the way to Tishrei are from above to below. Hashem is shining his light. You feel it. It's hot. Strong sun. You feel that, you know, you don't have to do much to produce heat and to produce light. You just go out on the street and it's there. Because the Avaita is the that's the Avaita from Nisan all the way to Tishrei. Hashem is doing the work. He's reaching down to us. Then Tishrei, it starts to get colder and darker. And you have to do the work of reaching up from below to above. So the, the 30th of, of Av is more, Hashem is shining on you. It, you know, Hashem is doing stuff for you. And then the next day is ready to get to work. 
so um, um, So when you're thinking about Elul, Anila Daidi Vadaidi Li, you know, you're reaching up and Hashem is reaching down, which one's better? And always the answer is put the two together. We need the union of both. There's no, you know, which one is better? We need the union of both. So, um, so if that's the case, you know, what, one second, what's so good about reaching up to Hashem? You really earn it. This revelation that you have, you really earn. We don't like, as Yidden, we don't like free gifts. We feel the internal need to earn things. So when we reach up to Hashem and we ask ourselves, so how have I done and how will I do in reaching out to Hashem, in making him my number one reality? It's an interesting question. Um, hmm, I bumped into the side of, I, I even saw the place last night where I was driving past again. I realized, don't do it again. As you come off exit 104 here into Monticello and you pass by a gas station, uh, and it's a narrow road. I thought it's me. I'm just a bad driver. But it's a narrow road, and so you sort of get squeezed over to the side. And guess what there is at the side? The side is a little elevation, a little sidewalk that last week when my tire hit it, boom, that was the end of the whole tire. So my job is to realize I'm not a total idiot. (laughs) <laughs> you know, maybe be, you know, vigilant when you're driving, but Hashem wanted Hashem wanted that tire ripped open, and it was totally destroyed. And the next day when we brought it in to get a new tire, they said, this was a bad tire. Good thing you didn't drive on it much longer. So I said, well, God took care of me. You know, slowly driving by there, boom, destroyed the tire. Whatever it cost, $180, and we're good, and my life was saved. I wasn't on the highway. So we want to step into Anila Daidi like, wait, Hashem, is stuff just ha- happening randomly, or is it all you? What do I need to do to make you my go-to consciousness and awareness? This is not random stuff. It's always you. We're in a relationship. There isn't a whole lot else going on. There's nothing else going on. We're in a relationship together. You're doing this. I'm doing that. We're reacting to each other. And then you're, we're using all these props in the world to, you know, to, to work through that relationship, you know, like the tire and the car and the this and the that. And hopefully nothing, you know, tougher than that. And then all these brachas too. So Anila Daidi, I want to reach up and realize, wait, who's, Who's this all about? Oh, it's a relationship. Right. And um, and then when he sees we're in that relationship, he's like, yeah, great. That's what I was looking for, that relationship. So um, so what does it have to do with Parshas Re'e? So, so that the Avaita of Elo should be complete by putting together, you know, both, both Avaitas. Um, Li, Ani is, the Avaita of, of the person, Ani, is in a way of Li, is bleakful, infinite. Hmm. When the two are put together, you get to the point where you can be aware of and access an Avaita that's infinite. 
you know what an Avaita that's infinite means? Sure feels like there are a lot of limitations, and there actually aren't if I let myself really believe that. Okay. Not only that, it kind of gives me a job. So the limited person who's in a limited physical body needs to, should be, is asked to reach up to the level, a very a level above limitation. How do you do that? How do you do that? How do you reach up to a, um, a way of being beyond limits? Through this that you reveal your true existence, that you're one with Hashem. That's big. Realize not only, wait a minute, no, that wasn't a tire issue. That was Hashem's issue. He did the tire thing as a means of really saving my life. It looks like I'm just a dumb driver, but he did it. That's the first recognition, and we're in a relationship, and there isn't anything else happening in life other than that relationship, and us bringing that relationship to the whole world. But then there's another piece to it, and that is he's saying, I need you to make this relationship your whole everything. You and I are one, and when you when you come to recognize that, your whole life will change because I'm infinite and we're one piece, you know, right? What is it? Geometry or algebra? A, oh boy. Wow. <laughs> I'm a biology major with two degrees. Great. I really remember this stuff. I think it's geometry. A equals B, B equals C. Therefore, A equals C. Hashem is infinite. Ayid is one with Hashem. So Ayid is infinite. Simple math. This is not deep Kabbalistic stuff. It's simple mathematics. What do I have to do? Step into that reality and believe it. How do I do that? Well, first of all, being constantly in the relationship is a big step in that direction. Because if I'm not thinking about Hashem and I'm seeing the world as real, you know, well, was the tire had nothing to do with God. You know, maybe the tire people, they didn't say anything, but they might have said, ma'am, you know, don't blame this on God. You know, you're just a lousy driver. They didn't say that. (laughs) (laughs) Right? But Hashem is saying, if we stay constantly in that awareness of our relationship, and that's part of what we're doing starting Elul, then you'll start to realize from the relationship, hey, we're one piece. And the way my qualities are your qualities. You know, my sister-in-law is your sister-in-law. Great. You know, hey, that's so amazing. She's such an amazing person. Well, guess what? She's, you know, we're both, uh, whatever it is, married to, you know, she's our, both our sister-in-laws. Oh, my goodness, that's so amazing. She, my qualities are your qualities, says Hashem. If you step into that reality where it's all about our relationship and you recognize that we're, we're one piece, my qualities are your qualities. I have pretty good qualities, like in, infinite powers, etc. Interested? Ask Hashem, and we say, well, uh, yeah. And he says, well, even if you're not, I am. So, it's as a preparation for the Avaida of the person in all details of his Avaida. Asher Tishmu, Mitzvah. Everything that we're here to do, this is, this is the preparation. And therefore, what are we told? Mutgash Gadol Ma'ilasa Shal Adama 
we are being told the the myla of the person is emphasized in that we're being told re'e. Not just here. Not just here that Hashem is giving us stuff. See it. Make it that real. Re'iya. Make it that real. Anaychi. Re'ei anaychi. Anaychi. Misha anaychi. I am who I am. That's Hashem as he's saying Yeser Zedibra. That's him in his very high level. Naisen. He's giving us. See it. He is giving us. Lifnechen. And he's installing it in our very inner core. Lifnim Yuschem. Hayyam. And he's making it visible, or in Gili, in, a, in an infinite way. He's making it very visible. I am giving you bracha. All brachas, and revealed brachas, and hidden brachas, he's giving them to us now. Step into them. So, um, so when we're thinking about what we're here to do in the world, it's mitach yediv akara, from the, from the knowledge it's with the recognition that Bipnimius, um, Hashem actually has given, is giving, is in the process of giving, and does give the revelation of Anarchi Misha Anarchi. He's revealing, you know, I am what I am. Remember that, you know, Harsinai or, or you know, and Maishabenu standing, you know, uh, the snare, you know, the burning bush and all that. All of that, he is giving to us. All of that he is giving to us. What's going on? Oh, boy. Oh boy. Okay. I, I, I don't know. You know what? We we don't seem to be able to finish the recording. I don't know. Okay. So we're just going to complete this. He is giving to us a nice Misha Nashi, his very you know, his very highest self. And so um he's giving us from above to below and he's putting it into his very and he's giving us this bracha. So So, hmm. okay, so we're going to sum it up here, and we're going to bring it to that, that in the month of Elul, we go from, we're stepping into a whole infinite way of relating to life, and may we find ourselves in this Parshish Re, Rosh Chodesh Elul, in the Beis Amigdash Ashlishi immediately now. Okay.